0: This is the MLW Radio Network. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Front Row Material it's not for with Jerry Lynn. Do I have camel toe? And
1: Mikey Whiprack. Should I go so. get my dog? We can hear him blink his
0: dog Bye. Here's your host. Mike Freeland,
1: Jerry, sit on my face so I can eat my way to your heartland. Wow. Oh my God.
0: Are you trying to get me divorced? <laughs> well, no. no, of course not. He is president of Sniffers Row. Wait a minute, I didn't know there was an election. <laughs> you you won by default. <laughs> can
2: you imagine the debates for that election?
1: Oh my God, that's what I bubble. I come there, you sit on your face. Oh, I go no. in the road, you sniff it. Well, That's right, Bubba. He sat on his face. Better
2: clear your fucking sinuses. Oh.
1: I'm exhausted.
2: What's wrong? Too, I'm-,
1: I'm just fucking... Since these fucking cookies have started, it has been non-stop. And I realize now I'm on the stop. I'm on the stop. I can't even fucking speak English. (laughs)
0: He's on the stop. I'm I'm on the stop. It's the opposite of being on the gas. It's on the stop.
1: (laughs) Damn, Mikey's
0: on the stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going nonstop now until
2: WrestleMania weekend. You'll be tired. I will be
0: tired. Oops. So wait, hold, I'm hold not it. not to set my beer down too hard here. Oh my God! First he's drinking snake bite last week. Now he's drinking beer. What kind of beer are you drinking, Jerry? It's Sam Adams Cold Snap. You know what you need, Mikey? What?
2: A Long Island Tea. Oh! <laughs> you sound like you're frothing at the mouth. Oh!
1: I'm 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 kind of thinking about going.
2: Wow.
0: That'd be fucking heavenly. Yes, it would. You were very mellow, Mikey, and I know you're tired, but you're you're extra mellow. I feel
1: exhausted. <clears throat> yeah. I was, I was talking I was talking to Jerry yesterday and I said, I feel road tired. Like when you're on the road for a while and you're just like zombified, just kinda of going and you're kind of just doing what you gotta do, you you're almost like on cruise control. Right. That that's kinda of how I feel. I'm just like, uh Wow. Well, Are you sure we didn't talk about that today? Was it today? It might have been today. I don't fucking know. Well,
2: I showed Jerry my uh, helicopter. Oh, that's right. We need a new segment. (laughs) We need the traffic report from Mikey the Chopper Whipwreck. Mikey, (laughs) can you come in, please?
1: Jerry, Mike, how you doing out there? (laughs) I'm up here in the front row material podcast helicopter, and holy shit, traffic's looking pretty light. You can get from A to Z in no time flat. Not like driving from fucking Philadelphia to Long Island, where it took you 17 fucking hours to go 100 miles, but holy balls. Hope you don't run out of gas. That would be a really crash landing.
2: Well, that's great news, Mikey, and stay classy.
1: Back to you in the studio, before I start yelling something wrong.
0: (laughs) We too low. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's intense. That's, that's fantastic.
1: That's it. I'm done. Thank you. We'll see you next week.
2: There you go. Wow.
1: <sighs> so I, I right. figure if we don't bullshit, we can wrap this thing up at about 45.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm losing my voice, and you're tired, and Jerry's getting trashed. What the hell's going on? Jerry goes back to work soon. Yes, got to get up
2: at four and start at five. And then after I get off work, I got to run down to the new property and meet a fence guy and stake off where the fence is going to go and sign a contract. So it's going to be, you know, I'll probably be busy till after Mania weekend, too. Tackle drop down, build a fence. There you go. <laughs> well, oh. I had, remember last time I said Annabelle opened the door and threw the cats in the room? Yes. And, and shut the door. Well, the next day, she was telling me, she, I was taking her to, picking her up from school, and she's telling me, uh, Mom was laughing so hard last night. I said, at what? She's, she said, she threw the cats in the room and then shut the door quick and started walk, running away laughing her butt off. I said, that was her? I said, I blamed you because I saw you peek in the room. So it was Pam. Oh ham pulling the ribs interesting i'm already paranoid about april fool's day it's coming i know i'm scared i'm not it can't be any worse than my my life now well (laughs) last night we're watching tv and she comes trotting in the living room with a bowl full of fresh caramel corn so I said to her, I said, is that caramel? And she goes, yeah. I go, I thought I picked that out because that's pretty much the only popcorn I'd eat is if it's caramel or some other flavor. And she says, no, it's mine. And then she busted into her Tracy Smothers and says, if anything happens to my popcorn, everybody dies. <laughs> and she was serious.
0: Don't fuck with the caramel PC. <laughs> Wait, doesn't caramel popcorn get stuck in your bridge? I don't have a bridge. Jesus Christ Freeland. I thought he I thought you once told me you had a bridge. I did not know. No. Okay. That wasn't me. That's your other
1: elderly
2: neighbor. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you just call me elderly? I called his neighbor elderly. Uh no, other.
0: You said other, so technically
2: <laughs> that's Jerry. Thanks a lot, Mikey. Jerry no, I it, could come, been, it could have been it could
1: it could have been somebody else.
2: I keep getting reminded that it soon I will be able to order off the senior section of the menu. So, you can. I've I've come to terms with it. You already can. No, I can't. Fifty-five plus. No, we are oh, yeah. sixty. You're going to the wrong places, Oh, Jerry. But. I, I guess so.
0: You you're already a senior. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I don't want to go to the places where they have Jello.
0: Why? Why not? <laughs> like
2: Jello. Well, that's what that's that's what you old people eat.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, hey, Mikey! I want I'll you have to you know I can still chew a steak. All right. You need to tell Jerry that if he eats too much of that candy corn, what's he gonna develop? What? You know Jerry?
2: <laughs> oh no! You eat,
1: too, you, you eat too much of that caramel corn. <laughs> yeah. And that jello.
2: Yeah. You're
1: gonna suffer from the diabetes.
2: Oh, the diabetes. <laughs> oh no!
1: At your advanced age, like we said last week, you start going into amputation. <laughs> Poor circulation, it gets worse and worse. So,
2: what so happens it, to my prostate? Well,
1: what? they'll take care of that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. You just need a massage. That makes that feel all better.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just start digging a hole already and just throw me in it? That, that, that's what I said in about 10 years.
1: You're going to go, hey, do we have to visit Mikey? It's like, shut up and keep digging. <laughs>
2: My goodness. <clears throat> oh, Mikey. What? I almost forgot. We have a very serious situation we need to address.
1: Oh, fuck. I'm too tired.
2: No, we need what? to address this now. We got to nip this in the bud. You know, oh, we, have, our fans are okay. always coming up with great ideas for t shirts. Yeah. You know, which is great. I, I want all the fan interaction and participation as possible. You do. But they're not buying the t shirts. That's a problem. So I have one question. What? What would Ozzy say about this? Ah, you know, Jerry, I said, to again, again, got again,
1: again, the fucking shirts. I said, again, fu- you you buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was, uh, fucking all the uh, uh, you know, great ideas, you know, and you gotta you know, buy the fucking shirts. You know, I fucking noticed that. Everybody says, oh. That'd be a great fucking shirt idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, this would be a great fucking shirt idea. Yeah. Matt puts out all these fucking shirts. Every day it's another fucking shirt. There's now I, I see a dust dasurai Baba shirt. And mm-hmm. hey, you know what you know who's gonna buy it? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so the next fucking pump handle that decides that they're gonna fucking <laughs> offer Hey guys, that'd be a great fucking shirt <laughs> idea. Unless you're gonna fucking buy one, fuck off. <laughs> Because all that does is cost us fucking money. They think You think the Halifax mat works for free?
0: No. no. Every
1: time they go put a t-shirt. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And then the people, when they actually do buy a t-shirt, one every six months, they buy it from fucking pro wrestling tees <laughs> when they have a goddamn fucking coupon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> we are the biggest rib in the podcasting world. Buy it,
1: Buy it fucking full price. Like a fucking upstanding (laughs) member of society don't be a deadbeat Sunday morning (laughs) coupon clipper and wait and go buy fucking coupon (laughs) the fucking son of a bitch that goes to fuck in the supermarket clears out the fucking bottom row Buy eighty-seven bottles of fucking shampoo, and then the next motherfucker that wants to go buy some, I can't buy any because I got a fucking coupon, and I figured out it's going to cost me thirty-eight cents a piece as opposed to a dollar ninety-seven. So fuck off, fuck you, and thank God I don't use shampoo or i have a serious fucking problem because I don't have any hair <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was behind a woman in Walgreens. She had a shopping cart overflowing with stuff, and I'm standing there with one item probably. And when she gets done. Uh, checking it all through and scanning it all through. And with all of her coupons, all she had to pay was $5. And who knows, with my one item, it was probably $28 or something. But I felt like a chump. I was like, wow, $5 for a shopping cart just overflowing with stuff. But like of you said, there she were probably will, items not left on the shelf. She will
0: never use. Ever, ever use. Well, Walgreens does have those mini carts, so they're not full-fledged shopping carts. Yeah, but if you're filling a fucking cart at Walgreens, you have a serious fucking problem. Yeah, you can, and you is, can laugh the phone cool. in like 30 seconds.
1: It's Walgreens. You go, you pick up your prescription, and that's it.
2: I wish it was that easy. I swear, every time I got to go pick up a prescription, I'm behind someone where it's a big ordeal, and I'm standing there waiting for a half hour behind them. Then when I get up there, it's like, give them my birth date, boom. <clears> I'm <throat> in and out of there in less than 60 seconds. When when, they, when you tell them th- your birthday is... Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up.
1: <laughs> Here's your prescription, Mr. Wynn. Oh, and the incontinence section is over there. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm Uh, right behind
2: you. I'm right behind you. Here's your insulin.
1: (laughs) Here, here, Mr. Whipwreck, here's your insulin. You might want to double up. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And your compression socks.
0: Yes. Don't forget the orange flavored Metamucil. (laughs) Are you still wearing compression socks, Jerry? Are you you pass that part?
2: No, I'm past that. Nice. Just the first four weeks. Nice.
0: He now wears them on his willy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to compress it?
0: <laughs> that was those compression cocks. <laughs> That'd be a great shirt idea. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you <laughs> better buy it.
1: They're going to buy it. We'll just hmm. design it. Fuck it. Like a goddamn <laughs> Wednesday morning pod shirt.
2: <laughs> a fucking coffee mug. We ain't gonna, no. fucking
1: going to buy that neither.
2: Freeland came up with the idea. We better see him at Christmas wearing that shirt. I'm going to wear what it. Shirt.
0: I'm going to wear it. Compression cocks? I'll, yes. I'll wear compression cocks. Yes, I absolutely will.
1: That's how my son says socks. He he can't say socks. so He says cocks.
0: <laughs> oh, the things children say. You know, here's a question for you.
2: Daddy, I can't find my co- <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on my second beer. <clears throat> you want to know what it is?
0: We're only 16 minutes in. You're already on two beers? Well,
2: I had the first one almost done. Oh. I'm drinking a and Kugel's Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Hey, Front Row Material Podcast listeners,
0: it's Freddie Mercurio back with a little snippet. And that snippet is to tell you that on March 24th, Mikey, we need more effin' cookies. Whipwreck will be returning to Greektown Wrestling. Not only will he be returning, so will Tajiri, the Japanese buzzsaw. These two will be teaming up, and they will be, wait for it, wrestling. Oh my goodness, this is gonna get dangerous. So, we got a lot of good reviews got a lot of good responses from uh from last week's show a lot of people enjoyed enjoyed the debauchery that was Jerry Lynn trying to join us on the conference call that was uh well I'm glad everyone
2: found that entertaining that was the highlight
0: <clears throat> no it wasn't oh you would be surprised yes people enjoyed it well that. listen
2: just because my daughter gets on that Roblox and plays online with her friends. It it's it does weird things to your computer. It probably gives it some virus or something. And we have that, I don't know, what is it? We have some antivirus thing, but, you know, they're always trying to come up with new stuff to destroy your equipment. So when I get moved, I think I'm going to buy a new computer that's faster. And more up to date Because this thing I can't remember how many years old it is But we didn't exactly buy a top notch fast one So When we get moved and buy a new one I'm going to take Mikey's advice And take a screwdriver
0: And just jam the ethernet
2: Yes At
0: a medium pace Medium pace (laughs)
1: Stick your cocka balls between your legs and call yourself an ugly woman. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Oh my
2: god! God.
1: At a medium pace.
2: I'm an ugly woman! (laughs) There you go.
1: Turn your webcam on. Uh, No! No! I'd fuck me. Would you fuck me?
0: <laughs> I'm
2: only human. <laughs> uh,
0: you, you, you oh, guys sh- ready to open it up? Yeah, we should have. A, should we do an open? We should do one. There's, How about we do a close? There's a lot to get to. <laughs> do a close. Oh my god.
1: What do you mean? There's a lot to get to. We we got a lot to get to.
2: A lot Did of. Did you oh, say we
0: we we we. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Friel. I'm soon to be joined by the two ECW legends. You should have said thank you for you should have said thank you for joining us this week. It's over. I thought that was a really good open. I practiced that one too in the bathroom mirror. And the and the crowd went mild, mild. All right. Well, fuck that no, then. No
1: reaction. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe we need okay. another traffic my report ass. from the chopper. Get to the chopper. (laughs) We've got to get out. (laughs) You got what you want give them air. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) fuck. I am so tired.
2: Me too. I'm just, I'm ready to lose my mind. I'm so sorry. Up in here. Up in here. Oh, fuck.
1: Well, we have just, ladies and gentlemen, jumped the shark.
2: <laughs> just? I thought we did that the first episode.
1: <laughs> well, we've been delaying the inevitable.
0: Yes. We're still not canceled. I mean, that's a plus. Well, I haven't checked my email in a while. Court is be busy. This could all be, this could all all be for game. not. <laughs> We're just doing it for ourselves at this point. Yeah, it's just me, you, me, and Jerry. I think we're the only ones who bought merch. And fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gotten a lot of people who've reached out uh, via social media. Yeah, that'd
1: be a that'd be a great shirt idea. You guys should really make that shirt. For what I don't know, but you should really just make it <laughs> so I can look at it and see how cool it is, and then when I go to buy it, I go no fuck that. <laughs> buy a fucking Seth Rollins shirt instead <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: god
1: oh maybe, maybe an AEW shirt I don't fucking know
2: wow what's that voice you're doing
1: I don't know yeah. I, just took my ba- I just took my balls and like shoved them up inside my fucking cock and ball
0: <laughs> you just took your balls and shoved them up your cock and balls yeah my you know that little. You
1: know you can kind of put them up in there. You know
0: the taintle region. What's well, above your taint? The turnin cough
1: region. <laughs> but when I saw a ghost, what was that?
0: I'm here. Are you eating? Are you eating pickles again? Is somebody at an airport? I keep hearing something in the background. No, I'm not I'm eating get- anything at this point.
1: I'm getting flashbacks to immigration. <laughs> Oh, my God. <clears throat> <clears throat> Whoa. But There it is again. They tell me about, what line going on. I thought someone heard them say, do they have kids? <laughs> what is this? Oh man, I'm fucking hearing things now.
2: Well, I can hear Pam and Annabelle talking in there. So we have, this house has paper-thin walls, so I don't know if you can hear them through the door. Well, tell them to go make some smoothies. You. <laughs> I'd like to live just a few more years. Just a few. Yes. So just kind of expounding
1: upon. The The longer you mooch off the system with social security, the less I'm going to get. Thanks a lot.
0: (laughs) Jeez. Oh,
2: my gosh. So I take it when we're uh, at WrestleCon and we go have dinner, I need to really have someone else test my food first.
1: Oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of
2: course, you wouldn't.
1: <laughs> well, I figured it won't take long, so I, really, I, I can bide my time. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Oh. But when I saw when I saw Ghost, the lead singer asked me if didn't ask me asked the crowd if he wanted us to tickle our taints. What? Did that, did that make your asses rumble?
2: <laughs> I can hear him. Mikey Ribrick. It, do you want us to tickle our taints? <laughs> oh did it tickle your taints? That's
0: a t-shirt.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, Ghost, in all my years of going to concerts, that's, that's the first time anyone, male or female, has ever asked me at a concert if it uh, tickled my taint. Wow. Hmm. It was interesting.
2: It reminds me of when I went to Van Halen, my first concert. And Eddie got on the keyboards and was doing something weird with them, And it felt like he hit some weird notes where it felt like your internal organs were all just vibrating. <clears throat> oh, so, yes. I imagined he just, like, gave my taint an earthquake that night.
1: Do <laughs> you want us to earthquake your taint? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: The good thing is we're 30 minutes or so in.
0: That's my guess. How far in are we? We're <sighs> 25 minutes, 26 minutes. Fuck me. Fucking hell. Sh- should we talk about wrestling a little bit? I was just about nah. to say, let's. Go ahead. Let's kind of. Let's uh, ask about wrestling. Uh, let's, let's talk a little wrestling. So a bunch of people hit us up on social media, specifically on Twitter. And I went ahead and I posed the question. I said, what would you like to hear? on an upcoming episode. So I put three topics out there. Politics and wrestling, backstage fights, and questions for the boys. So backstage fights one. So I want to pose this question <clears throat> to both of you. Have either one of you ever seen a really good backstage fight? Ah. Oh. Oh. No, usually really- usually they're pull-aparts. Okay, well then, have you seen a really good pull-apart <clears throat> between two people? Shark Boy and that guy, I don't even know
2: what his name was in Illinois. I, I couldn't believe someone actually would get in,
0: get into it with Shark Boy. Oh, that's funny. So in ECW, was there any moments where people were... Oh, it
2: wasn't backstage, but this was... Mikey, I... I don't know if you were there, but some guy was having a tryout match before they opened the doors, and he was. Seekers. he was trying to be in character <clears throat> and be a heel, and for some reason, he singled out New Jack and started oh John at him. Do you- were you there? I don't think so oh i I wish I could remember who this guy was. Dan the madhouse has- <laughs> <laughs> <Dan, laughs> Well, he tried to make New Jack his, you know what, because he even got out of the ring because he was trying to be in character and be a heel, and he was pointing at New Jack and blah, 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 and he even got out of the ring, and New Jack was on the other side of the rail because, you know, we're all sitting around in the chairs watching this tryout match and stuff, and he gets up in New Jack's face. He gets out of the ring, goes right to the rail at New Jack, and New Jack just (laughs) hauls, hauls off and just nails him. Oops. But I I think that was, it wasn't much of a pull apart, but they pretty much got the guy out of there before there was a homicide committed. So I assume he didn't get the job. Well, no. That's a shame. Yeah, because I'm sure New Jack would have loved to wrestle him that night.
0: He would have. And I say wrestle with quotation marks. So, Jerry, in Ring of Honor, had you seen anything like that? Any... Issues or anything like that where two people were, were jawing at each other backstage or? No, not at all. Everything was fairly cordial? hmm Who was the booker at the time when you were there?
2: Um, when I first got there, it was Gabe. And then he got let go. And then it was Adam Pierce, I believe. Okay. I think that's how it went. Because I know Delirious has been a booker for a long time, so I don't know if he was in there too, because I think I was there for about a year. I don't know. And then before I even, they brought me in for that steady run, I'd done little appearances
0: here and there. But uh, no, I never saw any problems there. Mikey, in ECW or in, even in WCW, this could actually go for both of you. Any any issues there with it being super clicky in WCW? Any groups? It's clicky everywhere. Yeah, even on the indies, it's clicky. Well, I mean, I would assume it would be even more so in a in a bigger company.
2: No, not any more so. It, it's just you know because every company, even us like even a larger I don't want to say larger indie, but an indie that's doing well and running steady. You still can have only so many guys on the roster. And so it's not going to be any larger or smaller scale clicky. It's just clicky. And, you know, that's is- like with any job. I'm sorry, Mikey, go ahead.
1: No,
0: it's just Jesus. Would you like to join us tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording from Applebee's? What is all of that? It's
2: the other room. They might
0: be more entertaining than me. Bring them on.
2: <laughs> no, they, they're probably more entertaining than me. No, they will butcher us. I know. Yeah, they're out there turning <laughs> up. Yeah, that was Pam. They're out there turning up.
1: <laughs> wow. They know you're on, so they just they figure we're getting really
2: fucking loud. I think I think they do that on purpose.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I can't believe it! Do you see the size of that smoothie? Oh my God, it's like nice, nice purple consistency, but it's a little runny.
2: Oh, you know what? <laughs> a friend just stopped by quick. That's what's going on. The dogs, I can hear, are going nuts. So it's wow. a friend
0: <laughs> it's a party time.
2: going on. It's a friend of hers from high school. She just stopped by tonight. Quick, I forgot that she was stopping by.
1: There's a party going on right here. A celebration left throughout the year. So bring because your good p- times and your loud ass too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bubba, I, I I remember the New Jack fight with Dances with uh, Dances with Dudley and Jim Thorpe. That was before Mecca. my time. That was before your time.
2: Yeah. That what happened?
1: Ah. It was the gangsters against the Dudleys or some combination therein. in. And I think Adolfo went to give New Jack a suplex on the floor or some fucking shit. Well, New Jack was not happy with that. So I remember looking over and New Jack was crouched down behind the door. And I thought he was blown up. Like, oh, I or he got hurt or something. Well, as soon as the Dolpho walks through the door, Jack fucking hits him with a fucking a nightstick she 's just fucking cracks. Him. Wait, uh, an actual nightstick? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And then they got into like a, you know, a fight and a, a big fucking pull apart, a big fucking to do. And then somehow Zach and New Jack started fucking jaw jacking. And I remember New Jack is walking out and then Zach going to follow him. And I kind of stepped in front of Zach to kind of try to keep him from
2: dying. You know, <laughs>
1: I'll just try to keep it you know keep the guys apart and that, te- that just <clears throat> hits my head and Pi faces me through a fucking window oh shit so that was fun yeah. <clears throat> so I said I don't give a fuck kill each other fuck off Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my the back of my head's bleeding I'm like oh that's good you did your part I got in the way
2: wow that's oh. still around so new jack must have not been carrying a shank that night
0: <laughs> I guess not so, what okay, so, what about this situation? Maybe not necessarily backstage, but when you guys were back at the bar did was there any type of altercations or any type of fights or anything like that that would happen in public?
2: You know you always hear stories about the guy the boys getting in fights with the fans at bars and stuff, but I never was around anything like that. I've been in bars where fights have broke out, but not with the boys you know it's just. Other people, other private citizens, getting into it, you know?
1: Yeah, the fucking civilians.
2: Yeah, and when that happens, I just grab my drink, I get up, and I walk away so they don't spill my drink. I've had instances where a couple of the boys would show up at the bar, but they've already been somewhere else, maybe the hotel room or somewhere else, and have already, you know, became a wreck and showed up and already tried to, you know, they show up and try to be buttholes, and then I just try and diffuse the situation and go just, you know, either tell them go or, you know, whatever. I've been in situations like that, which is just babysitting, really.
1: Babysitting was the worst. It was. It was.
2: There were many nights I had to babysit PJ, and it was not. I have had to, too, and the next Day, I cut a promo on him and told him, Don't ever put me in that situation again. It just sucks. Like, it's. And he's not yeah. the only one. There were other guys, too. I don't want to just throw him under the bus, but, you know, there's been others. And I don't like being put in that situation. You're a grown adult. I shouldn't have to sit here and babysit you, which I shouldn't say. There's probably been people who've had to take care of me, but not because I was, you know, ODing on pills, but, you know, I may have drank too much and had to be, you know, help me walk to my room. (laughs) But (laughs) I tried to keep those far and few in between, those moments. Because who likes waking up like near death the next day?
0: If things did get out of hand and people maybe either partied too hard or maybe got into a screaming match, argument, fight, whatever like that, was, was there ever any repercussions in ECW? Like, you know, you hear in WWE and WCW if somebody does this or does that, you know, they're suspended or they're sent home or whatever. Was that ever the case or were, was it just whatever goes, goes? UCW was very relaxed
1: as far as all that goes.
2: And you know what? Even years ago with the bigger companies too, if two guys had a problem with each other, what you always did was just stick them both in a room and shut the door and let them hash it out. That's how things used to be taken care of.
0: And that's, that's the way I think it should be taken care of. When you were in the WWF, you said that there was Wrestler's Court. Did you guys have anything similar to that in ECW, or was that not even a, a thing? No,
2: that wasn't even a thing. Wrestler's Court was one of the most ridiculous things
0: I've ever seen in my life. It, Mikey, did you ever experience that in WCW when you were there? I was hardly there.
1: I think ECW had wrestlers court welter twice. Really? But it was more ha ha. You know what I mean? Like like some of them, they you know I hear stories in WWF where we take a little bit more seriously. But in ECW, it was all just fucking ha ha. You know? You have Sandman being a judge or the fucking lawyer or some shit. Yo, (laughs) yo, (laughs) courts
2: in (laughs) session.
1: You know, but it was nothing serious. I've heard stories. People have told me about it. And they go, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard.
2: It was one of the most juvenile things I've ever seen. And I'm looking around the whole time going, these are supposed to be a bunch of grown-up professionals. And I, I, I was embarrassed they even have to sit in there with it. But I had to.
0: Well, let me ask you this. So for everybody who may not be familiar with the concept of wrestler's court, Jerry, explain a little bit about what that is and how you get called into wrestler's court.
2: It's just if someone, you know, starts having an attitude problem or if they've misstepped somehow, it's just a way of the locker room taking care of it and correcting the situation. Kind of like an intervention. Yeah, but it it was so ridiculous. And so, I don't know. It, It was,
1: I don't know. But But then my whole you've you've been accused of sitting in this person's seat.
2: Oh, it could be. Well, this one was (laughs) uh, the particular infraction was someone giving the writers gifts so they would still be you know written into the storylines, like bribing the writers. Oh. But ended up they turned it around. To try and put heat on the writers for accepting the gifts, so it was a big joke. It was just a big farce. It was one of the most immature things I've ever seen in the business, and I've seen a lot of immature things. I mean, granted, we all are a bunch of you know <laughs> immature idiots running around. But what was the what was the punishment, Jerry? What was the sentence? I don't think there ended up being one because they turned it around and put the heat on the writers. Oh. So, but it was so ridiculous. But then, most of my career, I've been usually eight to ten years older than the majority of everyone else because I started late. I started when I was twenty-five, so I was always way older than. Huh? What'd you 12 say? Twelve to fifteen. Twelve to fifteen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but oh, I'd I like to make sure we're accurate. And you know what? I'll admit I'm probably one of the most immature fifty-five-year-olds you've ever met. But. Just sitting through that was just
0: uncomfortable, and it was embarrassing. So, why did you say you had to sit into it? Was there some if I
2: didn't, I'd have probably had heat. I would have, yeah, exactly. I'd
0: have probably (laughs) been in the next court session. You're you're in wrestlers' court because you didn't attend wrestlers' court.
2: Oh, yes, he had
0: an excused absence. Yes, that's not far fetched at all. So, if you were to pick who the judge and the defense. And the prosecution would be an ECW back in the day. You guys could pick. Who would you pick?
2: Oh, wow. That's a good one.
1: Dreamer would be the judge. Yes. You've been found guilty. How you doing? (laughs) Here's your punishment. Got to hang out with Guido.
2: And drink from a urinal.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) You got to lick the hair off the urinal cake. So who would, and, who would be a good arguer or who like to argue a lot? Oh, the prosecuting attorney? Raven. Right. Oh, wrong God.
2: Am I wrong? No, that would be perfect.
1: Hey, you know, Your Honor. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so who'd be a good bailiff? I know. Because it's someone who? who has to keep order. Big Dick Dudley.
1: I was, I was thinking him or Bam Bam.
2: Oh yeah,
1: either one. Yeah, but Big Dick would be good. He'd just go.
2: Urgh! Yeah, because all you got to do is stand there and look intimidating. Either one could do it. Yeah. You could have Raven and Hack be the judge, the uh, the lawyers. Oh Lord, can you hear that? Those two arguing back and forth.
1: Hey, you know, Your Honor. Uh, really, this this offense is really fabricated.
2: Yo. <laughs> go f yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself,
1: Raven. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. Now, I don't know what that, that, uh, that redhead judge makes, but do you know the salary of Judge Judy per year on her contract? She makes $900,000 per episode. To Jeez. do what? Oh. To tell people they're stupid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is on Forbes list. And she You're has, an idiot. She's earned $147 million in pre-tax. That's in nice. 2017 alone. Wow, wow, that's a lot. You know, you know how many t-shirt sales that is. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of goddamn t-shirts. She's worth 420 million dollars. That's good. Holy shit! You know how much I'm worth? Much? 420 dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you got more than me. I'm going in debt for another 30 years.
1: Jared, don't worry about it.
2: I know. I won't be be alive.
1: You'll be long gone when that
2: comes through. (laughs) Right.
1: Oh, my
2: God. (laughs) That's true. I ain't going to sweat it.
1: So that'd be me because my wife's like, oh, we're going to move down by Jerry. I said, oh, great. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Well, you're telling me now how cold it is down there.
2: It's not. not. Not compared to up there.
0: Oh, that's true. I wanted to ask you guys a question kind of on a, a more serious note for a second. You've been asking me questions for 40 minutes. If I could be serious for a second. Oh God. Either, That's one, infringement. either, either one of you guys, um, obviously you've heard about the passing of King Kong Bundy. Anybody have any good Bundy stories or good Bundy interactions? No, not really. <clears throat> no, I don't. Sorry. I know
2: he was always in a good mood. The great Bundy.
1: Every time Candida would see him, and Bundy would say something, Chris would say, "Testify, Great Bundy." Wow! So every, every time I saw him, I called him the
2: Great Bundy. Now, didn't he wrestle Hogan in that blue cage? That was the that too? was the
0: debut of that shitty blue cage. I hated that cage. I hated it. Oh, you guys, you guys like the fencing better? Yes. Oh, like. the fencing is just kind of hokey, isn't it?
2: No. How are you gonna rake someone's face across a blue cage like that?
0: Just bash and just bash their head into the one of the
2: bones. No, you gotta rake their head across that thing.
0: Well now it doesn't really matter because you can't bleed, so it doesn't really make a
2: difference. Well, that's true. And you know what? The very I think I've I was in a Battle Royale cage match once, and the only other cage match I had was against Just Incredible at one of those hardcore homecomings. And some idiot who built the cage. You know how chain link has on one side it's smooth and the other side has the little barbs from where they've dipped it. Yeah. They put the barbs on the inside of the cage.
1: That oh, okay. makes it easier to get color?
2: Well, yo, know, wonderful. So when <laughs> Justin starts raking my forehead across the cage, I was screaming for real. Well, you're not you're not supposed to get galvanized fence. Well whoever made this cage made it out of that. And it was, and I was so excited to finally be in a cage match. I, I remember then ECW got a cage.
1: We finally got our own cage and Tass and Perry sat and We're talking about the, you know, the dimensions of the cage. And I said, it's eight foot by 18 foot, whatever. The, I said, you know, we have to get the dimensions inside the poles and Zasperry. No, it's got to be at least 15 feet. 15? It's gotta, he goes, got to be at least a 12 foot cage. And I go, what? I go, got to be 12 foot. It's just a 15 foot high steel cage, 12 foot off the apron, three feet to the floor. I'm going, no, 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 no. I go, it's eight feet. Well, I don't know.
2: Wait, so we got feet be- from the apron, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: So I said, I said, it's eight feet. And I actually went and I got, tapes and showing them does that look like a 12-foot cage to you put the guys in there you know and they're like oh it's got to be at least 10 feet 12 feet so when they got it made they got it made 10 feet this thing was fucking huge it was a legitimate
2: 13 feet to the floor jesus and when you look at it you're going holy fuck that's like a ginormous cage did someone feel compelled to do something off the top of it? Oh, yeah, Perry. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> I said, you know, it would have been a lot easier if it was only eight foot. <laughs> yes. The 18-foot cage. Would either one of you ever take the bump that Mick took off the top of the cell?
2: No. I, like to, I
1: would like to think I'd say no, but back in the day, I was kind of like, Stupid.
2: I would think about it. I would tell you that. I, I would think about it. Would try and calculate the risks, because you know, just any any time you step foot in the ring, you take a chance of becoming a quadriplegic, or you know, worse. Look at Masawa. But so something like that, you got to think of. You're really greatly increasing your risk of something very serious happening to you. And is it worth it? Yeah. Especially when you have
0: Do a you family. you think someone? Do you think somebody like Mick took that in consideration at the time?
1: I don't know. I don't don't, think he realized how high it was. No. Until he got up there. And he told, he's told me, he goes, he goes, Mikey, he goes, if I had gone up there before that match to like walk through it, there's no way he would have done it.
2: That's true. But uh, there was a show years ago, probably in 92, 91, 92, We were wrestling at the Indian Center in Minneapolis, and they have these bleachers. Well, they had them folded in, except for the bottom couple rows. And up above the bleachers was a balcony. And uh, (laughs) so I was in a chain match, and the promoter says, uh, so what do you think about doing a dive off the balcony? And I said, well, how am I going to do that in a chain match? He said, well, we'll have someone come down with bolt cutters and cut you loose. And I said, and I stood at the bottom of the bleachers and I looked up and it didn't look too bad, you know. And I said, yeah, maybe we can. Yeah, I think we can swing that. I'll just do a crossbody off of it. And it wasn't a really high, high balcony. For an extra 50. Right. (laughs) I should have said that. (laughs) So So when it came time, I got up to the balcony and the guy was down at the bottom of the bleachers. And what I did, I failed to think about was there was, you know, the brick wall was another three feet high. And above that brick wall was a little steel railing that was probably another six to eight inches above the brick wall. And so I had to stand, climb up there and stand on top of it all. And so it even looked higher when I got up there. But, you know, like you said, if I'd have looked at it beforehand, I'd have probably said no, but then I had to do it. But it was a lot safer than coming off that top of a cage going through a table.
0: The way the ECW arena was set up, that area where they were, they did the broadcast from, it almost looked like it was cut into the wall where Joey Styles was at. And they would like climb up and there was that that platform area. Didn't several guys, didn't several guys take bumps off the top of that? And that seemed like that was pretty high up, wouldn't it? Or maybe it was just the way it looked on TV. No, it was pretty high up. I remember doing. I remember do, when I uh,
1: wrestled Cactus. I did a, uh, a Randy Savage axe handle off the top of that to the floor on Cactus. Holy crap! And and that sucked. When I hit the ground, it, it just felt like everything went. Like Jerry was talking before about your, your insides getting rumbled by Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> this was just, it was just like
0: everything. Was like, Ugh. It rumbled your taint, huh? Oh, tickle your taint. <laughs> so, how high do you, how high would you estimate that was, probably? Oh, had to be a good 13, 12?
1: Yeah, 12, 13, 14. That's 25, high. 25, 25. <laughs> It was high, but we had a lot of guys. Like, I remember. Uh,
2: one of the most famous clips was always Tommy going through, what, four tables stacked on top of each other?
1: Time over tables. They did a, an angle where uh, Terry Funk, he uh, put a noose around Ted Petty's ankles and hung him off it. Yeah. Uh, New Jack dove off it a couple times.
2: Yeah.
0: So, Didn't a Spike guys. jump off the balcony at one point?
1: Uh, I know he did it in Asbury Park with New Jack. He did it. That was that was never my thing. Jumping off high things. I was not a not a big fan of that.
2: Me neither. And I avoided ladder matches most of my career. And when I got into TNA, all of a sudden it felt like every month I was having a ladder match. I
1: was like, "What is going on?" Well, they were they were in vogue then. <sighs> every every indie, oh, ladder match.
2: Ladder yeah, match. and it had no meaning. It was like, "Well, here's another train wreck where people, you know." Risk life and limb.
0: Who was who was Tommy having the uh, the feud with when he had the scaffold match, which he threw him through like three or four tables. Isn't that Brian Lee? Yep, I think it was. That prime time. horrendous. Oh god, under faker, under faker, <laughs> just. He, he, In peace. That looked bad. That (laughs) looked really bad. What did? The the way Brian Lee went through all that. Oh, yeah. Did they have that weird scaffold?
2: That was swinging and swaying? It was
1: like swaying the whole time. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Sandman built that. Oh, wow.
0: Now, did either one of you guys have an opportunity to do a scaffold match? No. Nope. Never.
2: I've jumped off a scaffold. Well, <laughs> in Ring of Honor, I was having the any the hardcore match with uh, Steve Carino, and they had the hard camera, one of the cameras up on a scaffold, and we were brawling through the crowd, and I, crawled, I climbed up to the top of the scaffold, and I jumped off and did a crossbody on Carino. But I got a little heat for that because I never let anyone know what we were doing. We didn't even tell them we were going over the rail. So we got got in a little trouble. How dare you? I know. Got a little excited. A little bit.
1: A little bit.
2: All right. I have a question from Bill Franklin at Teetering Billy. Did either of you defecate in the crown of Jerry Lawler? Oh nope. my God! I haven't either, but
0: apparently several wrestlers have. Wait a minute! Defecated in Jerry the King Lawler's crown?
2: Yes, that years ago that used to be a a rib. I mean, not just his crown, but if 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 someone was really a heat seeker and stuff. They usually would find some human excrement in their gym bag or something.
0: Oh God, that's terrible.
2: That's taking it pretty far. Yeah, but it it
0: was if someone was really being very obnoxious. Manny at Manny 544-30960. Not sure if that's his phone number or what, but he says... Mikey and Jerry, any Steiner brother stories from WCW or ECW? Did you feel they fit well in the ECW environment? They fit well. When I was doing the program with the Sandman, and he came
1: the shit out of me earlier in the show, I was going to go out later on and then cane the Sandman uh, and get him back. I remember that uh, Ricky and Scott, Pick me up like by my shoulders and pin me against the wall while Benoit Malenko and Eddie Guerrero all said to me, if you don't hit this fucking piece of shit with this stick as hard as you fucking can, we're going to come back here and fucking kill you. I said, okay. <laughs> wow. So... I went out there, and I was swinging for the fences. With <laughs> and all I have to do is go, yo, harder. I'm going, <laughs> yo, oh harder. I'm, I'm like swinging. And I got back, and I said, I hit them as hard as they could. And they go, good. <laughs> good. And I'm good. like, "You ain't kidding, good. <laughs> but Rob, Rob and uh, Scotty, they picked me up. I, I, each under the shoulder. It just pinned me against the
2: wall. That is insane. Well, in WCW, I can't remember if it was both of them or one of them, and I think Barbarian. Um, They took Disco, and Disco would get heat because he would just keep talking and talking and talking, When the guys were getting fed up with him and give him hints. He wouldn't stop. So we were doing a TV tapings at, I think, Disney, MGM Studios. And the room they had us in dressing in had the rails for forming lines to rides. And so they took disco, and at one of the bottoms of the rails, they duct tape, or it probably wasn't duct tape, it was probably this uh, athletic tape, taped his ankles to the bottom of the vertical part of it, and then taped his wrists to the top of it. And then they put tape over his mouth. And word gut was getting around quick. So people from the office were coming in, opening the door to the room, looking in, laughing, leaving. Well, uh, Giant at the time, Big Show, he just got done with a match. And he came in and saw Disco there. He's all taped up and stuck there to the rail with with tape over his mouth. And uh, and and show is just dripping wet with sweat. He just got out of the ring, he sees him there, stuck in a compromising position. So he wanders over there, pulls his tights down, spreads his butt cheeks, and shoves them right in disco's face. <laughs> oh my god! Of course, everyone's dying laughing. And I'm just thinking, oh, my God. And I'm thinking, you know, I mean, I'm not one to, to talk because my nose has been broke so many times. I got a big nose now. But Disco's, no, you know, he didn't have the smallest nose. But I'm thinking the way Show spread his butt cheeks and shoved his butt in his face, I'm thinking Disco's nose must have come in contact with that brown eye. <laughs> oh,
1: must be nice to wake up and smell the coffee in Brazil.
0: <laughs> that is terrible. Hey, could just
1: go away from my cocaine. <laughs> my God. I hate
0: cocaine. Uh. But I love the way it smells. Alright, was there anything else you guys would like to get into before we uh we say goodnight? I think that's it. That's it. I think anything else, Mikey. I'm ready for bed. With that being said, if you would like to keep up with the show, would you like to find out more information about the show? Would you like to find out where you can buy merchandise? All of that is if you cruise on over to frmpod.com. all the latest merchandise is available over there. Plenty of t-shirts that you can go ahead and pick up and buy. You can download every episode of the show. You can even go back in the archives and hear previous weeks' episodes as well. If you'd like to get in contact with either one of the boys, you can find them on social media on Twitter. You can follow Jerry Lynn at It's Jerry Lynn. You can follow Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. If you'd like I to get yourself, in, uh,
1: I'll be in uh, Montreal. Yes, on March twenty third. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in Toronto. I was going to say that Greektown Wrestling on March 24th.
2: How long is that ride?
1: That's right, Bubba. <laughs> That's right, Decker Chatting. Chatting Dexter. Yes, April. Uh, I don't know. April, some fucking shit. I'll be at WrestleCon with Jerry on Friday and Saturday. And not you're not getting there Thursday. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe Thursday. Maybe Thursday. Uh, Thursday night late. Luckily, my drive
2: is only like three and a half hours. How much are they banging you for that? <laughs> <laughs> not enough. <laughs> not, not enough. You want a longer
0: ride? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, well, well,
1: when they say how much are they banging you, it's it's how much are they charging you?
2: Yeah. Okay. You keep That's, telling yourself that.
1: That's what it is. It's like, hey,
2: did they bang you
1: for that? did <laughs> they bang you for that po' boy about four ninety
2: nine? <laughs> okay. Uh huh.
1: Like a. Ever since pole. Jerry
0: heard that phrase, he just it's loves just throwing really just it in like, there. No oh, mean. My name is Jerry Lynn. And oh, thanks. And I'm <laughs> going to blow you. My name <laughs> is Jerry Lynn, <laughs> and I am going to blow Wait, you. Wait, what? My name is Jerry Lynn, and I am going to blow you. I, to blow I think you heard her clearly. <laughs> I'm going to blow you. I'm <laughs> going to blow
1: you. I'm going to blow you. Let me thank
0: you for that one. <laughs> if you would like to get autographed pictures of Mikey <laughs> Whipraig, please go ahead and send him a DM on Twitter. He has a special deal oh. if you buy multiples. He also has
2: <laughs>
1: multiples.
0: <laughs> Which Mikey are you gonna
1: get? Are you gonna get happy Mikey? Are you gonna get tired cranky Mikey? Oh shit. Uh, oh, I would like to I would like to thank <clears throat> seriously now.
2: Um, All the little people <laughs> that made this possible.
1: Fucking midgets. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jeez. No, I would like to sincerely thank everybody because my daughter hurt her hips. <laughs> oh, my God. What? I have to go to bed. What the fuck is wrong with you? with you? I wanted I wanted to be fucking nice and thank people because my daughter hit her fucking cookie goal. And I couldn't nice. fucking spit it out.
2: Oh, that's great. So, see, so that I tried to be awesome. fucking nice
1: and say something fucking like, you know, not cranky, Mikey. Just someone to come out and just say, you know, all kidding aside. But I couldn't even fucking say that right. Fuck. So it
0: worked. Awesome. It worked. Great. All the awesome listeners of the podcast were able to move that last what? So was it 76 or 78 boxes? Yeah, I don't know the exact
1: seventy-something. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. She hit her goal. So she she ended up selling five hundred and forty something. So she was actually over her goal. That is Holy amazing crap. Good for her.
0: Wow. That's hustling right there. Five
2: hundred and some? Yeah,
1: so she was uh ecstatic. It was very nice knowing that she got a huge smile on her face, knowing that she hit her goal and that she wins a free trip to the Philadelphia zoo.
0: Awesome for her. So she was very very cool. I was a happy daddy. That's a lot of boxes of cookies. I mean, I got my little Mr. Professor out here and how much was each box? $4. $4. And she sold 500 boxes. It's like 500. save like 540. I think.
2: So that's two thousand and eighty dollars. Wow, good
0: for her. Is that right? I don't know. Uh,
2: it's a little <clears> more.
0: <throat> oh, so two thousand one hundred and sixty dollars. There you go. Was, it was the troop uh, uh, the, the troop gets sixty bucks. <laughs> she great. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, now I got the hiccups. God damn it. That's Holy. Oh <laughs> shit. I can't of so.
0: Well, Why these two guys <laughs> try to somehow get it together? I'd like to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Front Row Material. If you'd like to follow the show, you can follow oh, us on social media oh. at FRM Pod.
1: Mike you, Mike, you and I talked about this. About we the did. actual, the minuscule amount that the actual Girl Scout, the Girl Scout. What?
0: <laughs> we, we did talk about this and it's, it's yeah. it, it is unfair. It sounded
1: kind of inappropriate.
0: They're it's the one.
1: <laughs> I have hiccups now.
0: Once again, if you'd like to follow the show, you can follow us on Twitter. And uh, if you'd like to get a hold of Jerry Lynn to make an appearance and do a seminar, by all means, hit him up on social media. Mikey also has uh, t-shirts, <coughs> and so does Jerry at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Jerry Lynn forward slash Mikey Whipwreck. Go ahead and get those. Uh, Mikey, you also just, you have a store now that's on uh, your Twitter profile. We'd like to go ahead and let everybody know that as well. At what? You have a you store? Have a, you have a store on I your do? Twitter. I do? Yeah, you do. Oh, Fucking hiccups. God damn it. <laughs> Where do I have a store on my Twitter? How do you do that? You have a store on your Twitter account. It is redbubble.com forward slash people that's, forward slash. That's, slash. that's buble.
1: <laughs> red <bubble. laughs> See if it's if I say it's red buble, it's French, and that means it's it's, it's it comes it's more money. <laughs>
2: I get to charge you more. Uh,
0: I get, it, I get to bang you more money, money You get to bang me for money Okay. <laughs> when right now, if you cruise on over... What did you just say? <laughs> to I red get bang you. Bublé.com forward slash Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, fuck. What am I saying? I mean, the, the, the time's going to expire by the time this show goes live. But okay, I think cool. Mikey you just sold
2: himself a high-priced call girl.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He I'm needs a sleep. I'll look at hiccups again. <laughs> I've never heard
0: hiccups do this to somebody Wow Wow What do you mean that? What, you, what are they doing to me I don't know what they're doing to you I mean it's it's, it's kind of like <laughs> It's like them. you're upset about it But you're you're giggly about it in the same process I mean
1: Because I'm trying to say something And then I try to say something nice About thanking people for the co- <laughs> I think they got the
0: message <laughs> They got the
1: message <laughs> For the Girl Scout cookies I couldn't do it I couldn't spit it out oh now I got God. these damn hiccups this is an epic fail.
2: Hiccups. Can't spit it out.
0: Oh, wow. Listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything else, boys? Anything else we would like to mention to anyone? Nope. That, that about covers it. If you'd like to book the guys for a live show, go ahead and hit them up on social media as well. I don't do that either. <laughs> I still think I should see you guys on the webcam. It's just easier to host that way. Host not. Are you ever going to get on your webcam, Mikey? No. I don't have a webcam. Okay. I believe that. It's true. All I do is he runs Windows 95. He he doesn't have one.
1: The 600-pound white IBM.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Commodore
1: 64. With with the CRT (laughs) monitor. Weighs about 87 pounds.
0: He saves each episode on a floppy disk. Oh, these fucking hiccups are killing me. Uh-oh. All right. All right. <laughs> here we go. i uh not really sure where we're okay. going. Okay. We're good. We're good. Good all night, right. Irene. That's we all are, she wrote. We're out. Join us next week here on the MLW Radio Network. Or not. Or whatever. <laughs> all right. We're done. The world of MLW Radio never stops.